Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. We are back in our Debo attire, and we're here to talk about Debo because Debo's contract information revealed today that he's being paid to be wide back. He is going to get what your boy Smitty told you, the same kind of usage he got last year. A lot of people run in their mouth going, Smitty, but Smitty, how do you feel about Debo now that he's going to be used less? Who told you he's going to be used less? Who told you? What information? What source told you Debo Samuel was going to be used less in 2022? Who? Let's hit the news desk and talk about it. From the fantasyfootballshow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. Unbelievable what some people run their mouth about. Now, in in fairness, I run my mouth all the time. <laughs> so whatever. But what I will say is I've been I've been beating this gavel for quite some time saying why why do you think Debo's gonna get used less because a better quarterback is coming in to this offense? This is the first time I've ever heard a large group of people, a large group of people say, Smitty. I, I I honestly believe that a better quarterback coming in hurts the wide receiver. The wide receiver that was number five in the NFL in yardage. The wide receiver that was number one in the NFL in yards per catch. The wide receiver that was number two in yak yards. Number one in 40 plus yard catches. Number two tied with Justin Jefferson for 20 plus yard catches. Number two in yak yards, number one in yards per catch, Debo Samuel. People actually believe that he's going to be less valuable with a better quarterback under center because people have this weird notion that he only runs the football when he was number five in yardage, was a top three wide receiver before he even turned over to become wide back. So, little funny to me, just out of the gate, why people think this way about Debo. But number two... Completely separate point, completely more valid point is that he's not going to shy away from running the football. Nobody wants Debo lining behind Trey Lance as a running back. That is very, very different than actually playing wide back. Wide back is a wide receiver out wide, coming back on end of rounds, jet sweeps, getting the football in creative ways behind the line of scrimmage or at the line of scrimmage. That is wide back. Why people try and define running back and wide back the same is beyond me. I guess I kind of understand where the confusion comes in because he was playing wide back and then the running back room got hurt and then Shanahan and John Lynch shoved him into the running back role and then people just thought that was wide back. But it's not wide back. Wide back is a wide receiver playing creative football Punch the thumb up button on your way in the door. Playing creative football, getting the ball in different ways, creative ways. And it, it's 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 funny to me. It's funny to me that people actually think this is a negative, you know, or or they don't think it's gonna happen or whatever. The confirmation came in today by Shefty. Shefty said Debo Samuel will receive six hundred and fifty thousand dollars per year of each year of the three. 
that he has more than 380 or more rushing yards. He had 300 rushing yards last season. Does anybody think he doesn't want 380? Does anybody think Debo doesn't want 380 yards to get another $650,000? Debo Samuel will earn 150 k if he scores three touchdowns in any one year. And so he maxes out at $650,000 per year and $1.95 million over the life of the new contract on these incentives. This, These are great incentives. These incentives make him a weapon no matter what. And we knew this, though. Like it, That's why it's kind of shocking to me. I don't know if YouTube let everybody know we were live. It's kind of strange because it, it's not alerting anybody that we're live right now. It's kind of kind of odd. Hit the thumb up button on your way in the door. Let the algorithm know we're live. Let's let's do it our if we got to do it ourselves, we got to do it ourselves. We're doing it live. We're doing it live. Forget it. Forget it. We're doing it live. If YouTube's not going to let people know we're live, we'll do it live. Forget it. We'll do it live. Debo Samuel is playing wide back. I don't know how many times I have to tell people, but apparently my my duty's done. I don't think I have to tell anybody anymore because Shefty just told you. He's getting paid to be wide back. So now we've got to ask ourselves, where are we drafting Debo Samuel? Where is Debo Samuel? I didn't. I, we didn't get a notification, James, because... Apparently, when you go live as much as the fantasy football show, notifications don't always go out. They think we're messing around over here when we're trying to break news. I had to take the Debo sweater off. It's I'm in Arizona. Okay, I'm in Arizona, and it, I'm cooking myself by wearing that thing. But I had to do it for the show. Debo Samuel is an absolute monster that deserves to be drafted at what is coming down to be an increased ADP. We will most certainly see Debo Samuel, his ADP climb from probably about 15 to 20 overall, which is, which is where it resides right now. ADP, his ADP lives in the 15 to 20 overall range. He will climb into the 12 to 14, the 12 to 15, the 11 to 15. Um, do I like him as the, the first drafted player? I, I don't want to say I don't at the bookend territory because like, who cares if it's your 12 or 13, your 13, your 12 and 11 and 14. It's kind of similar. Like, do I think Debo could, can live in that 11 to 14 range and be worth it? Absolutely. Do I want to pay that? No, I wanted to pay what we've been paying, which has been 15 to 18 because people are sleeping at the wheel because Fantasy Karen and Fantasy Bob and Fantasy Worried William. Worried William. Worried Fantasy William is out there going, but we just don't know Debo could hold out. Then he signs and we're like, ah, ADP rise. Now you get confirmation, but maybe he doesn't run as much. How do you feel about Debo now, Smitty? But Smitty, how do you, this is Worried William. But Smitty, how do you feel about Debo now that he's not going to be used as much? What are you talking about, Worried William? Where did you get that information? What makes me more mad? Not that people hear it and believe it, but people come to me as if it's fact. Hey, Smitty, how do you... Not, not Smitty, do you think? Smitty, 
do you think Debo will get less work with an upgraded quarterback situation? Think about how that sounds, first of all. De do you think, Smitty, Debo will be used less with an improved offense, improved defense, and better quarterback. Magnificent quarterback upgrade. Do you, do you downgrade Debo Samuel <laughs> with getting an upgrade? Unbelievable how people assess this situation, to be quite frank. Uh, we got a super chat in here by Rockout. Rockout says, busy day for Smitty here. Is a Mexican? Here's a Mexican cola. Thank you for that, that, that Rockout. Rockout. Out. Yeah. Man, rock out, rock out's a beast. I love that people downgrade Debo because he got a uh, top five to seven quarterback upgrade. You got to be out of your minds. You got to be out of your minds. People are out of their minds. <laughs> what are you doing? Upgraded quarterback. Are you worried? Are you worried, Smitty? We got rid of Jimmy G and installed an amazing top five to seven quarterback. Are we worried? But back to what I was saying. I don't know what makes me more frustrated that people say this and then people believe it. And then I got to undo the damage. You know, then I got, this is lots of therapy that we have to go through here on the fantasy football show. Your boy Smitty's got a psych degree. This is therapy. This is a therapy session. Okay. We're going to have a therapy segment where we, we talk about things that are bothering us. And we're going to kick our feet up on the couch and this will be a therapy session. Fantasy football therapy session. Um, this is a lot of therapy we got to undo. A lot of man hours to try and undo the messy work of a lot of people that say, yeah, Debo's going to be used a whole lot less now in 2022 because I heard a little birdie that is unrelated to the situation that heard it from another birdie that heard it from a squirrel that said, hey, Smitty, I heard through when I was digging through a trash can that Kyle Shanahan may not use Debo Samuel at wideback or that Debo doesn't want to play wideback when Debo's trying to negotiate and posture and say, well, if you're not going to pay me at all, I may not do everything that I do. I'm just telling him that so I can get a bigger deal. That's posturing. What do you, what, what is anybody going to listen to that for? Debo Samuel's getting paid. We already have confirmation. The question is, where do you take him? I say he's fine at 12 to 14 overall. This is... C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb is Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel is Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs is C.D. Lamb. Stefan Diggs is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. Debo's Finkel. Who knows who's Einhorn and who's Finkel and who's Debo and who's Diggs? These are all very even Steven ranked players. They're all right at the same territory. They're all 11 to 14. There is nothing wrong with Debo Samuel being your bookend back-to-back second or first drafted player at 12-13. doesn't matter if you draft him at 12 or 13 out of principle. If you do draft Javante and Debo, make Javante the second round pick so we can bump his ADP down just a little bit. Just one, one extra draft slot. Do your boy Smitty a solid. But like Debo and Javante, Debo and Swift, Debo and CeeDee Lamb, Debo and Diggs, that, those are fantastic bookend 12-13 picks. And I, I don't... I don't care at all about the fact that, that he increased in ADP over this news right here. It doesn't really affect too much because if you're drafting at 13 or you're drafting at 18, Debo's amazing right there. It does. There's no way he climbs much higher than 11 by default. So any news that comes through can't really hurt him too much in, in my eyes. And, and so 
I guess what I'm trying to say here is Debo Samuel at 12, 13, 14 is warranted and get ready for his ADP to climb to that range. It will climb right there. It will. It will. It will be right at that 12, 13, 14. Be prepared for it. Be ready to pay for it. Don't think it's not worth it. Uh, Super Chat uh, says, Ross, uh, Einhorn is Finkel. This is true. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Debo Samuel to the moon. I don't. The moon. I don't know if we'll make him a moon man, but maybe we're getting excited and we we will. I don't know. We'll see. He's definitely on his way into space, at least. Uh, this here from Ian Rappaport. Uh, it looks like Pete Carroll, head coach of the Seattle Seahawks, has tested positive with the nineteen. Uh, Carroll remains in contact with the coaching staff and will participate in team meetings virtually until he returns to the facility. So this man can take off his shirt from a virtual perspective, slam it on the table, do it live. Should be okay. We'll keep you posted. We wish you good well. Uh, Well wishes there, Pete. Get better, buddy. Uh, Coach Cliff Kingsbury told reporters that QB Kyler Murray tested positive for the 19 as well. Are we seeing an uptick in this thing or what? Like, what's going on here? Why Why we got all these things popping up left and right with the 19? Okay, this is not good. We don't like it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not here to get political or talk about the impact of this thing or whatever. Let's not go there, please. But but it certainly could be present a problem if a lot of people are popping up with this thing. So um, hopefully this doesn't get out of control and it gets contained. But Kingsbury confirming Kyler and Pete Carroll. Kingsbury's not confirming Pete Carroll. You know what I'm saying? Pete Carroll, Kyler. We wish you well. Kyler, get better fast. We need you on the field here in Arizona. So get well, good buddy. That's the news. I mean, there were three pieces of news that kind of came in all at once right there. The Pete Carroll, the Kyler Murray, and the Debo Samuel built-in contract. Wide back details that I just broke down. Debo Samuel playing wide back, like I said. To the moon. Let's go, Debo. To the moon. Debo Samuel. Um, We'll take a couple phone calls if you dare. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Call into the show. Down 602 NFL. Down. Dial into the show. If you dare, we'll talk a little Debo Camara. Camara uh, trial. Let's talk a little bit about Camara. Let me pull up Twitter and see what the latest is as of this moment on this situation. Um, I'm looking through Adam Schefter and, and Rappaport tweets, uh, trying to find any details on Camara or anything else that's breaking right now. Uh, currently, there isn't much going on as far as like uh, updates from what we already know, but uh, we'll have to see what's going on with Camara. We'll have to see what's going on with all these other things breaking around the NFL. Nothing else is breaking currently. I'm, I'm constantly scanning uh, Twitter and all my, my chats that I have. Uh, everything's been about Watson today, and if you missed it earlier, Deshaun Watson has been suspended for six games. The NFL was not expected to uh, appeal it with Roger Goodell. The NFL was not expected to appeal it, and Roger Goodell could, if he wanted to, completely overrule or override whatever recommendation Sue Robinson, the independent judge, had decided on, which was... Uh, which was the six games, but he probably won't if I had to guess. I don't even know if the NFL is going to appeal it. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who am I talking to? Oh, hey, this is Seth. How you doing? Smith? What's up, Seth? 
Oh, yeah. I just wanted to know, uh, you know, I'm actually a Hawks fan, so I do, you know, pay attention to the Niners a lot. But I've been a fan of IU uh, since he, you know, before he was even drafted. I just wanted to, uh, to know your opinion um, on, you know, if IU's going to break out fully. Because, like, you know, I, I hear a lot of people saying Shanahan doesn't like him, but I just feel like, um, at least in real football terms, his uh, his talents, you know, him being uh, such a great deep threat and a great route runner at a young age, I feel like, you know, Trey's arm is just, it, it's perfect to go with, with uh, you know, his deep threat ability, especially with defenses. You know, they're going to be we're so worried about Kittle, a healthy Kittle, and Debo. I feel like IU will kind of, you know, surprise some people still. You know, everybody thinks Shanahan hates them. Yeah, I mean, I, look, he spent a, a lot of time in the doghouse last year. And, and I, I like, yeah. I, I like, <laughs> I, I really do like Ayuk in, 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 in the Niner shows and communities that I'm in. I like literally was like, guys, look at this Ayuk kid. The Niners need to draft him. So like, I, I, I'm from Arizona. So Arizona State, you know, I, I, I knew, I knew what the time, what time it was when it came to Ayuk. But I think people are jumping the gun calling him the best wide receiver on the team or the best pure route runner, the best pure hands or the best oh, no, pure. Yeah, wa- yeah. That, they're, they're jumping the gun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but let me just address I, I it real quick. Be an inconsistent kind of, uh, you know, I don't think he'll be great every single week. I don't think he'll have the volume that, that some of these guys think, um, or that I, people like me that wish he would get because we love him so much. But I do think, um, he will just have some games where like he rips off, you know, two or three, um, big plays, kind of like uh, Marquise's Marquise Brown's uh, rookie year, where he wasn't super consistent. But like some of those games, you just saw him break off, you know, two or three big plays down the field. Whereas I feel like Debo and Kittle will be more so, you know, consistent week to week. Yeah, yeah. And, and real quickly, this is what everybody's talking about. There was there was news uh, a, a little bit less than an hour ago, or about an hour ago, that talked about Kamara uh, in the hearing being delayed sixty days. Um, and this is tough. This is tough to know. We'll talk about this in one second, but I have a lot of people in the chat asking me about it, so we'll definitely talk about it. Um, but as far as Ayuk and Debo, like I think Ayuk, there's room for both of them to have a thousand yards. I mean, we're talking about 17 games now. It's not that hard. It's like 50 something yards a, a, a game to get to a thousand yards. So it's not a, not a, a huge deal to get two 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 individual thousand yard receivers. Um, but Ayuk, there's a lot of people that that say Ayuk's a better pure route runner. That's that's really, really jumping the gun when this guy was in the doghouse all year. I do like him a lot. I, he's one of my crafty... I love drafting Ayuk in round 6, 7, 7, 8, and, and Hopkins in 7, 8. So I end up getting my wide receiver 3 in fantasy compiled with Ayuk and Hopkins together because Ayuk could come in in week 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, and then if he's not hanging I'll throw Hopkins in and if he holds Hopkins off he holds Hopkins off but this is a fantastic move um in my opinion for a wide receiver three but do I do I like Ayuk yeah 1100 1200 yards and seven to ten touchdowns possible um but but Debo's the monster Debo's the best route runner on the team Debo's the best hands the best ever I know Debo can drop football whatever doesn't matter Debo literally almost was top five in every statistical category in, in wide receiver production, and people still say things like he's not the best wide receiver, pure wide receiver on the team, and it's nonsense, bro. It's absolute nonsense. But I do like Ayuk to answer your question. I just think that, that you know, 
I've got to see him get out of this doghouse, you know, type of thing with, with Shani. And, you know, you hear mixed things like he's had an okay showing. And I don't know that I buy into Ayuk struggling at all in camp. They're not even in pads, man. Like, I'm not even worried about it. But but I do want to see it before yeah. I start anointing him this monster number one wide receiver on this offense when Debo Samuel just got paid $58 million guaranteed for a reason and has incentives in there to continue to do the wide back thing, which is what we led with. Um. Anyway, anything else? So, and as a Cardinals fan, are you worried about Rondell Moore at all? Just because, like, obviously once Hopkins gets back, they're going to add him. Uh, you know, they have uh, obviously Marquise Brown. They they drafted the the best tight end um, to to go along with Zach Ertz. Are, are you out on Rondell Moore? Uh, I'm not out on Rondell Moore, but I certainly feel like his his season long. Uh, upside is capped a little because you have the potential of, yeah. of being the third wide receiver option um, once Hopkins returns. So definitely feel like uh, definitely feel like it's it's not something that can sustain all year. But maybe in weeks one through six he develops and you know you can trust him or whatever. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see on Rondell Moore. We'll have to see on Ayuk. I do love Ayuk as a wide receiver three, but people need to stop drafting um, uh, drafting. Uh, you know. Anybody like Ayuk as a wide receiver too? Like he needs to be a wide receiver three. Yeah, there's too many good receivers, uh, you know, in the first, you know, four or five rounds for me to to take him, you know, that early. I mean, there's just yeah. Um, all right, man, you got yeah. anything else? But, uh, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, yeah. Uh, call call back if you have another question. I'm going to break this Camara news a little bit and break it down, and then uh, if you got another thing, call back in. Phone lines are open. All right, sounds good. All right, later, Thank man. You. Okay, so th- this news right here. Let's let's get back to the news desk here, and and break this down first before we take any other calls or anything. Uh, so here here's the Camara news. So Camara's court hearing for felony battery was postponed sixty days. We don't know any other information other than this, but it's hard to know what's going to happen with this. Um, it, it says right here that if it doesn't get postponed for the fourth time. Um, with the hearing beginning nearly a month into the regular season, it's possible for Kamara, that Kamara doesn't face any suspension until the 2023 season. The tide is turning in favor of Kamara being a substantial value high-end running back too. In just 13 games last year, Kamara set career, uh, career high in touches and total yards, 1337. This is tough. This is tough because you are putting your season on the line, assuming the NFL won't you know, do anything or throw down any kind of suspension before this time. Um, with this, de- like you got to wonder with this, with this Watson pushback and 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 negative press that the NFL is going to get because of just a six-game suspension for Watson, wouldn't shock me if they wanted to make sure they 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 uh, look like they had control of the Camara situation. If they if they allow Camara to just play and 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 he gets no suspension or whatever just kind of walks into the season and plays all of 2023 and Watson plays 6 games the league's going to look like they they don't have control of of any of the outside of football situations that are that are putting bad light on the NFL like Watson 6 games whether you think he's innocent or if you think he's guilty kind of irrelevant he did violate the personal conduct policy and he put the league in very bad light whether you believe he's innocent or not, he put the league in a very awkward and horrible situation. That's if he's innocent. If he's guilty, then it's even worse than that. But if 
Watson, innocent until proven guilty, he put the league in a very bad situation. And the league's looking like a, a fool with six games now because they put this system in place where a, a independent person's going to look at this fact stuff, which is good. You, you like that, but I, I don't I don't think people are going to be okay with it. I don't think people are going to be okay with six games. I think more people will be upset with six games than will be happy about it. And who knows what kind of backlash there is sponsorship-wise, dollar-wise, advertising-wise. Maybe that drives Goodell to do more. Maybe he steps in. Maybe the NFL appeals and Goodell throws 10 games on him instead of 6 to try and like be in the middle so that people aren't completely upset. Look, Goodell came in and he said, no, 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 we're bumping that up. And that could happen. I don't think he'll bump it up to a season because that undermines Sue Robinson's uh, involvement. And that would make it a laughing stock, you know, to have this proceed this procedure in here where Goodell's supposed to be separated. But if he comes in and gives ten games instead of six, pr- probably going to be probably going to be uh, I would say about right. I think people would at least accept it on on both sides. I think obviously the NFLPA may actually have a problem with it, but I think everybody would understand if Goodell moved it to ten games. And I think the Watson and NFLPA side would at least be accepting of it, even though they're upset that Roger Goodell stepped in. They may make noise about it for sure. But, it I mean, guys, there's six games is too little for, for the majority of the world that's looking at this from a different lens. And I'm not saying guilty. I'm not saying innocence. I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying six games for all the, the mess he created. Six games for the mess he created. So... Circling back to Camara, Camara, this situation here for Camara, where his uh, hearing was delayed, sixty days. The NFL guys, there's sixty to seventy of you in here. Please punch that thumb up button. We got twenty seven thumbs up for your voice, me. Twenty seven people have wiped their feet at the front door, and the rest of you are tracking in a bunch of mud and dirt without wiping your feet. So, Smitty appreciates you punching the thumb up button. It takes one second and it helps your boy out a ton. Um, Kamara, I even lost my voice. I'm still doing it live. Kamara is a league winner. If he doesn't, if he doesn't get suspended at all in 2023, he's a league winner. He's a league winner. The question is, the question is, do you take that risk in one league, two leagues, three leagues? Do I like drafting Kamara at the bottom of two right now in one league? I, I suppose I'm liking it more today than I did yesterday. But do you think for a second that Goodell and the NFL won't try to, to examine this thing from a perspective of can we let this situation help repair our image on the other situation? We'll see. I don't know either way. I'm completely guessing, but I think that there's a possibility he still gets suspended. But it's definitely looking better for Kamara. It's definitely looking better for Deshaun Watson. It's definitely looking better for Kamara. We're back to the old... The NFL suspends Ridley for one year. And I'm not saying what Ridley did was right. And I'm not saying Ridley shouldn't have been suspended a year. I actually agree with it. But I don't agree with the discrepancy between suspending Ridley for one year... For betting on football, which is horrible, but he bet on football when he wasn't playing football. You suspend him one year, 
And then Alvin Kamara, who beats a man senseless, kicks him while he's unconscious. His buddies beat him up. They all kick him. According to reports, Kamara at least kicked him one time when he appeared to be unconscious. They all beat this man into the ground. One man versus two or three or four people. And this guy might not even get suspended this year. He might actually play. He might actually play. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah, you know, maybe that's why on the video. That's a good point. Let me see if I if I have the... Uh... No, I think that I have the video tagged. Is that what you're saying? There weren't tags or tags. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to think. Smitty, I'm listening at work. Thanks for getting me through the day. You're right. You're welcome. Open 24. Debo equals wide back. Niner by nature. What did I tell you? What did I tell everybody about Debo Samuel playing wide back? These ridiculous reports that he wouldn't. Absolute nonsense. Um, I just... Do you guys understand what I'm saying? I know you do. The discrepancy between... Calvin Ridley, one year, which he kind of deserved, one year suspension. Hit that thumb up button. 80 of you in here, 38 thumbs up. One year suspension. And Alvin Kamara beats a man unconscious, kicks a man unconscious, kicks him while he's unconscious. And and he might play. He might play. We're going to go ahead and maybe, a, I don't know. I don't know how the NFL could get away with this. I don't know how the NFL can get, they probably will. But there's no way. The NFL should get away with letting Kamara play the f- a full season and not Ridley. I think both of them should be suspended. Don't don't misinterpret what I'm saying about Ridley. But if Ridley's going to be out a year, how do you not suspend Kamara? How do you wait until things play out? Unbelievable. NFL is very inconsistent. And sometimes it's frustrating as a fan to watch how inconsistent they are and how unfair they are and how they don't approach things properly and how it's so corrupt in a lot of ways, the way they attack these situations and how everything's for money. And that's what makes you think that maybe Goodell is somehow going to find a way to convince all the owners and everybody that needs to step up and say, yeah, we're going to appeal this this uh this ruling by Sue Robinson, which I'm not saying shouldn't be done. I'm just saying that Goodell's got control of more than people think. He's the puppet master here, and he's he's still holding all the strings. And and it's like I don't know if a new commi- a new commissioner needs to be introduced to this situation for us to feel more comfortable with how things are handled. It is the definition of inconsistency. It is the definition, and yeah, I mean. I know a lot of people want to defend Deshaun Watson. Like, I, I get it. I get it. I'm not saying I don't want innocence until proven guilty. I, of course I want to live in that world. And we do live in that world. And thank God we live in that world. But six games for what kind of mess he created, even if you're just looking at the personal conduct policy aspect of this, it's crazy when you compare it to Calvin Ridley one year. Absolutely crazy. And Alvin Kamara being able to play, if he is, we'll see. I really believe the NFL can't afford another another L in in the in the public's eyes. This would be another L. Kamara playing in in, in the NFL, waiting until they hear what happens in this case, is going to be another L. 
And and I don't know that the NFL can afford it. So that's what makes me think this might this right here might be the situation that gets taken advantage of and manipulated. Not that it shouldn't be. He should be this. He should not play all all seventeen games. He shouldn't. He shouldn't play seventeen games. I'm sorry. If you're a Camara defender or an owner, I'm sorry. He shouldn't play 17 games. This man beat a guy unconscious with his buddies, and he needs to have repercussions for it. He should not be able to come in and play a 17-game season just because he's an older, he's becoming older, and he's got a couple years left. He shouldn't have been out doing what he was doing. Watson, let's see here. NFL doesn't even know what they're doing. Shaking my head, says Juice. I appreciate you being here, Juice. Juice is the man. Mike Thomas or Allen Robinson? Give me Allen Robinson until Mike Thomas proves himself. NFL's inconsistent. Agreed. NFL doesn't really care about women or violence, nor violence. Two women, says Taddy. Um, in best ball, would you just full out face Watson? Full, full out fade Watson or Kamara or take a chance on them? I, you know, I have to look at this from a fantasy football analyst perspective. So, you know, I don't want to hear, Smitty, you're a hypocrite if you would draft Watson after what you just said or draft Kamara after what you said. That's not what I'm here for. That's not, not what I'm here for. The early said take Kamara is late second right now. Maybe it climbs to mid-second real fast. I don't know. I have to digest this. I have to kind of get my feelers out there and feel and get a, get a sense of what is really going to maybe happen here with people that I feel really confident will have that information. Um, and I do have people that I can turn to. I, I haven't heard from anybody yet. Uh, that's, I was kind of waiting on that to go before I went live, but I, I haven't heard anything, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to get a hold of people. I really trust to let me know what they think about this Camara situation. And I haven't heard back yet. So, um, uh, my guess is that the NFL can't take another L that would be my guess. But guess what? The NFL surprises me and you and everybody at every turn. I'm literally utterly shocked every time the NFL comes down with a decision. I don't know that I'm going to predict anything this time around because I feel like I'm just going to miss because I'm going to I'm going to side on the on the the line of reason and logic and the NFL is going to surprise me and do something here that I don't even expect. That's the NFL for you. Um Watson he's playing you know, whether it's six games or ten, there's no way Goodell's stepping in, in my opinion. Then again, Goodell could do something that totally shocks me, but I don't think Goodell can step in and say, Sue, thank you for your time, but we're not going to listen to a word you said that you wasted all of your time out for the year. I don't think he's going to do that. That would put him in worse light than he's in right now with a six-game suspension. <laughs> like, it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, he's, he's doomed either way. It's negative either way. There's going to be criticism on all sides, but six games is heavy criticism toward the NFL and the league, whereas 10 or 11 could kind of be heavy criticism on both sides, but equally. Um, I, I would probably say, if I had to guess, I, I would say Watson probably, probably six to eight games, you know, I think six is what we're looking at now, obviously. But do I think that the league will come in? Do I think the NFL will have tremendous pressure to appeal this? Do I think the NFL said we won't? Because the NFL said prior to the, the release of the recommendation by Sue Robinson, the NFL said we will not, in general, and the report could be wrong, but we will not appeal the decision by Sue Robinson. Part of me feels like that was to say, make it a good call so we don't have to. 
and this was not, in my opinion, a warranted number of games. Six games. Ten would have been right in the sweet spot for everybody to be unhappy equally. No one would have been happy with ten. But it would have been an equal amount of unhappiness on both sides of the fence. Six is not going to do. Sponsors will not be happy. Women's rights organizations and everybody that supports them won't be happy. And 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 everyone's going to say, for what? He's innocent. I, I get there are going to be a lot of people that get upset about this topic. And they're not hearing the words coming out of my mouth. The words coming out of my mouth are, it doesn't matter if he's innocent or guilty in this circumstance. Because we're not judging him for that. We're judging him for his behavior. And regardless of whether it was guilt or innocence in the bigger picture of the bigger topics of concern, his actions and what he did opened the door to all of this. And even in his in the recommendation being handed down by Sue Robinson, she is saying you no longer can see a masseuse unless you go through the team. So like his actions caused all this. And six to eight games while you await whether he's proven to be guilty or innocent, even though it's in civil, is still not a good look when it comes to advertisers, sponsors, and people that are going to potentially pull out of NFL deals. That might drive Goodell to go back in and revisit this. And I'm sure Goodell, the puppet master who's so corrupt in this whole situation, probably tells all the teams, bring the appeal to me now. I control the situation. Ten games. And he'd do it for money. I don't think he would do it for any other reason. He would do it for money, in my opinion. In this Camara situation, who knows? Who knows? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. I don't know. I'm totally guessing. I have no clue yet. I haven't heard from people that I trust on the situation yet. I came in and just, I'm digesting it live in front of you. I don't know what's going to happen with Camara. I don't know. I don't know. Imagine the first team having to deal with Deshaun Watson. I'll probably, yeah, I don't, I don't want to read some of these comments. Allowing gambling could ruin the game. Exactly, Spacey. That's why we did need to see a suspension for Ridley. All right, guys. I'm out of here. I'll go live again for the 7 p.m. show. I wanted to get in here and talk a little bit of this with you. Um, Not much other than I started off with the Debo confirmation. He will be playing wide back. It's in his contract. He gets paid bank to play wide back. He gets $650,000 per year. Per year year um, maxed out at 1.9 million on the life of this three year deal so essentially he's going to try and earn 1.9 million five two million dollars extra to play wide back two million dollars extra to play wide back that's a house that's a that's several cars that is four or five of his gold chains Debo Samuel just by running the football could could earn two more million dollars in this deal so ex- fully expect Debo to be playing wide back like a maniac in 2022. And that's what we've been talking about for, for weeks. Watson suspended six games. We went over that. Uh, NFL, we're awaiting whether the NFL will appeal. A lot of people say that they weren't going to no matter what. But will that change? We'll find out. Um, and Alvin Kamara's uh, hearing delayed another 60 days. And we don't know if that will mean he will not see a suspension in 2023. He he could see a suspension pushed into the 2023 season. This report by 
by, uh, let's see here, where's this report? This report by NBC Sports saying that uh, if, let's see here, with this hearing being nearly a month into the regular season, it's possible that Kamara doesn't face a suspension until 2023. That is a speculative statement. And and I think people that, that take that as that's where it's going are running the risk of of drafting him too high because of one report, one person's opinion. That person literally typing this from their house right now while they're being yelled at with their kids in the background while they're working from home. And you're literally going to take that person's statement that was written in that moment at that time to guide you in all your drafts. You have to be careful because no one knows. I don't know. No one knows if Kamara's suspension will be pushed into 2023 or if he even gets suspended at all. That is speculative. So be careful. I'm not saying don't entertain Kamara at the top of three instead of the late third round like we've been mock drafting. But I'm not ready to, to vault him into... I don't think I could take him in two. I think I'd have to take him at the top of three. It would be one league. I'd rather go after Brees Hall. I'd rather have Brees Hall all year than worry about this situation. So if Brees Hall is a mid-third to to early fourth round pick, then I'm really telling you that I probably would rather have Brees Hall, who's going a lot later. My bad, Smitty. I just thought it was funny that you said he had to go through the team and now... Just imagine them not giving... I'm not... Bro, you don't have to apologize. I just didn't want to read it. <laughs> like, you could write it. I'm just saying I'm not going to read everything. I can't read some of this stuff. You don't have to apologize. Never apologize, D-T-W-D. Football emoji. Never apologize, buddy boy. Spiller locked... Uh, lock as the team's running back too. That feels like the case, and he's getting some run. Um, a lot of players get run with first team reps in the in the in the in camp and stuff, so don't worry too much about that or, or draw too many conclusions from that. But he's definitely looking like the number two. Um, he's a definite handcuff for sure. All right, guys, I will see you all at 7 p.m. Eastern for the third live stream of the day. Unless news breaks again, then your boy Smitty with his non-voice will be here. Appreciate every single one of you. I'll see you at 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, we're live Monday through Friday. If you didn't know. And I thank every one of you for being here. We got 66 to 80 people popping in and out. 46 likes. Please hit that thumb up button on your way out the door. 70 of you in here. 46 likes. Punch it. Let's go. And uh, see you at 7 p.m. I'll take a lap. You don't have to take a lap, DTWD. You don't have to apologize. Don't apologize for apologizing. Take a lap for that. Take a lap for apologizing about your apology. Two lives already, 7 p.m. football, baby. I'm 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 wearing myself out. That premiere might be delayed till tomorrow now because these things take up a lot of time. So the, the second round video will premiere tomorrow, not today. I apologize for the delay on that, but hey, we got in two extra live streams because of it. See you all. Get on over to thefantasyfootballshow.com. Get your content right now. Go, go, go.